Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. We're back in Acts chapter 18, starting at verse 9. One night the Lord spoke to Paul in a vision and told him, Don't be afraid. Speak out. Don't be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack and harm you. For many people in this city belong to me. So Paul stayed there for the next year and a half, teaching the word of God. But when Gallio became governor of Achaia, some Jews rose up together against Paul and brought him before the governor for judgment. They accused Paul of persuading people to worship God in ways that are contrary to our law. But just as Paul was started to make his defense, Gallio turned to Paul's accusers and said, Listen, you Jews, if this were a case involving some wrongdoing or a serious crime, I would have reason to accept your case. But since it's merely a question of words and names and your Jewish law, take care of it yourselves. I refuse to judge such matters. And he threw them out of the courtroom. The crowd then grabbed Sosthenes, the leader of the synagogue, and beat him right there in the courtroom. But Gallio paid no attention. Yikes, right? As you take a look at this passage, we have uh, a very interesting interaction, not only with uh, another dream that Paul receives from the Lord and a message from Jesus. Uh, I don't know about your Bibles or if you noticed that, but those words are read. Jesus speaks and gives a message to Paul, and the message might have been uh, a bit of a relief for Paul as he hears that no one is going to attack or harm him as he preaches the gospel. Must have been quite a change of pace for him as he continues to minister the word. And he spends a year and a half in Corinth, which when you consider what his ministry has been like, it's an it's a considerable amount of time and it's a credible amount of time. And he is able to build relationships with the people there over this period of time as he continues to preach and proclaim the word. And as Jesus points out that there are many uh, people in the city that belong to him already, we can only imagine that the church continued to grow under the uh, the help and, and guidance of Paul as he continues to preach and minister the gospel to people. This is the encouragement from God to Paul. Many people believe the city is ripe with believers and there's a lot of work to be done. And in light of the content of Paul's letters to Corinth, a lot of work remained after he left. Remember, Paul writes two letters to Corinth. And when you take a look at the content of those letters, I mean, man, there's... Uh, a lot that happens after Paul leaves and uh, as a reminder that even as we leave a, a church or, or a ministry behind or, or even as we, uh, you know, things change and seasons of ministry change and our interactions with people come and go, but God is still at work and people never fully reach maturity in Christ until we see him uh, again. So the reminder here in all of this is uh, Paul is doing a lot of work, but a lot of work remains after he leaves. A new governor comes into place in today's passage as well, this man Gallio, and the Jewish people maybe thought that this new governor would bring change and uh, spice things up or, or move things around, and maybe he would try and make a statement, right? The the start of his role uh, as the governor, he might try and start it off with a strong hand, and things really don't go the way that they were hoping it was. Uh, this is a hyped-up charge they bring to Gallio to, to point out that uh, these men are speaking against them, and it's not entirely untrue. It's, it's surprisingly uh, full of accuracies, not just half-truths, but they are proclaiming this 
message that does fly in the face of Jewish tradition. But what does Gallio say? That this isn't a charge. You just don't like them. And he throws them out, which, man, <laughs> Roman culture, man, this is exactly uh, the kind of culture and atmosphere which allows, I think, the early church to spread to the extent that it does. It doesn't really matter what you believe in the Roman culture, as long as you're just kind of minding your own business and paying taxes, it it doesn't really make a difference. And Gallio doesn't care. He said, this is something that you, in your Jewish tradition, don't care about these people. This isn't an actual legal charge. I'm not going to deal with any cases like this. And he throws them out. And the crowd grabs this guy named Sosthenes, and they beat him in front of Gallio in the court. And uh, this is probably an act of anti-Semitism. They don't like the Jewish people, so they grab the new leader of the synagogue. You'll remember that uh, the former member of the synagogue, this man, uh, Crispus, becomes a believer and leaves the synagogue and joins the church. And <laughs> you have to kind of laugh here because when you read the first verse of 1 Corinthians, guess who we run into? Sosthenes. Yet another synagogue leader joins the church. And it's, a, a, again, a mark of how much the gospel is able to impact and change a person's life. And, and it's just kind of funny to see who winds up believing in the midst of all of this. But still, in, the, uh, in, in this passage, we're left with a takeaway point for today, which is what elements of our culture, and that's talking about good and bad elements of our culture, what elements of our culture have actually aided as we spread and proclaim and teach the gospel? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Pistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.